Tonight, where each week we drink fancy wine and watch popular movies that are in some way culturally significant. I'm Andrew. And I'm Sarah. And thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, this is episode three. We're watching on YouTube. Oh, and everybody watching on YouTube. All right, podcast business. Yes. Uh, so first we want to say thank you to anybody that's actually watching, that's dealing with all of our um, out-of-focus footage or slightly weird audio. I think we have it actually fixed now. Some slight speed bumps, learning pains, you know. Mm-hmm. We're taking it one day at a time. This is episode three. Hopefully three will be better than two, which was not really better than one as far as technical video mm-hmm. audio, but I, I think we're in a better place now. Yep. Uh, we also want to go back to my question from last week, the um, hot seat of which famous couple would we be if we were going to the prom and never been kissed and had to have the theme of meant for each other. And after like a week of racking our brains. Like, I'm going to be honest, like I really all week kept trying to go back to it and nothing came to mind. I had yeah. nothing. I was like historical things or like. I think that's what they yeah. was the historical. I was like history, I don't know. But just as famous couples from history doesn't mean they were actually real. So I I vote that we say our answer is Jim and Pam from The Office because I think that mostly fits like our vibe and anything else I think would have just been awkward and we would have, would have just said we're not going to this dance. <laughs> and like not saying we are this like superstar perfect couple like I mean Jim and Pam aren't perfect either but they are put on this like pedestal of being wonderful but I think they're just kind of average people working at an average paper company and they mm-hmm. have kids and just very like yeah. normal people they're friends mm-hmm. I consider you my best friend so yeah um just what they had, end up with two having two girls no, they were boy. Oh, boy girl. Okay. Well, Not quite the same as us. Yeah. But. Okay. Yeah. So. But that question did plague me all week. I was really stressed about it. But it was a good one. It was a good mm-hmm. question. And it was very fitting for the podcast. But. So what are we drinking tonight? Tonight we uh, are switching it up from our Zinfandels from the last two weeks. We are drinking the 2013 Tobin James James Gang Reserve Primitivo from Ooh, 20... Thought. I said 2013, but 2013 was 10 years ago. Yikes. I hope this has aged well and uh, not gone bad, but if it has, then it'll at least make interesting content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I'm excited uh, to, to change it up. I I think I've had some Primitivos before. I can't really say too much about them, um, but it just kind of sounds like a fancy thing. For some reason, I just associate it with like, that sounds like something I'd have with a steak. I don't know. It just sounds... Sure. I'll start yeah. going with that now. Um, I also feel like the 2013 vintage makes it like... Oh, we're really culturing ourselves. We're drinking a ten-year-old wine. Like mm-hmm. I feel really classy. Yeah. So I hope it um, tastes. Good. You were still in college. Not really getting too much in the nose, almost. Yeah, it's in the. It's not very fragrant. Yeah. And then of course I have like, you know, I can't smell anything right now after three big whiffs of that. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it just kind of has like a sharp alcohol smell, but. Mm-hmm. I almost get like some bubble gum right away, like raspberry. It I, it has a sweetness. Mm-hmm. It's not no crazy flavors really jump out to me. It it's not. It's, I got like it's, some. Del- it's good, mm-hmm. but it's not like oh I get this spicy earthy. It's just kind of creepy yeah. to me. I don't know. I got raspberry, and then I almost got like some iced tea. Like not sweet tea, but yeah, like, I know. I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm not a big tea person, so that doesn't usually jump out to me. But I guess me neither. But that too. Then. like when I first take a sip, it tastes just like grape juice, mm-hmm. like Welsh's grape juice. 
Yeah, and then I then that. the wine flavor. Yeah, kicks in. I get that like can't that like the candy, sugary yes. grape flavor. Grape. Yeah, yeah, definitely get that too. Yeah. All right. So um, we'll see how we feel after we drink a whole bottle of it. But so far, yeah, it's pretty good. All right. What are we uh, watching tonight? Uh, Risky business from 1983. I'm. Um... So, have you seen it before? <laughs> Jump right into the yeah. question instead of talking about it. I have not seen it before. I have one time, but it was probably honestly back uh, when this wine was made. <laughs> it's probably been about 10 years. <laughs> um, and I remember... Yeah, what do you know about the movie? Yeah, what do, we, what do I know about the, this movie? Obviously, it's got Tom Cruise in it. Um, and it's got that like iconic scene of like the underwear and... Um, Those are the two things I know. Yeah. I almost made us dress up. Yeah. I, I almost was like, let's put on boxers and the uh, button-down shirt mm -hmm. and our Ray-Bans and watch this in, in costume. Yeah. I feel like there's like some partying like that goes on, but like that's probably true about every movie, so it's, it's not really super I specific. I assume they get into some risky business. Yeah. That would be my So <laughs> honestly, like I can't remember most of the core things about this movie other than I, I know that I have seen it. Um, this will be interesting because this is the first one, like for the first two, neither of us mm -hmm. had seen either yeah. movie. So this will be the first one where you've at least seen it. And I wonder, yeah. especially with knowing how your memory works, like as soon as the movie starts, are you just, is it all going to come back to you or? That's what I was just going to say. Like, it's weird because I usually remember like everything about all the movies that I've seen. Um, but this time I have like a couple little snapshots in my mind, but I don't really have it all together. But I think once it starts, I'll probably remember a lot of it, but I'll try not to like give any spoilers, obviously. No, please um, don't. So uh, I'm excited to rewatch it, and um, I'm very excited. I feel like again, like a, the graduate, you hear about a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like this scene is parodied and referenced a lot. That to see what sets that up is going to be. Really I get exciting the feeling for this me. one is going to be kind of like the Mrs. Robinson. We're going to see this one referenced a lot more often going mm -hmm. for, going forward in these movies, especially as we're working through like the um, the 80s, 90s, and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think we're I think we're going to see a lot of of uh, callbacks. Yeah, callbacks to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. We've also decided we're going to start a counter for every time any of the movies we watched is referenced in a future movie. So far, mm -hmm. so far we're at one. Mrs. Robinson was mentioned in, or The Graduate was mentioned in Never Been Kissed. So mm -hmm. we're at a, we've been cultured one time. Yeah, we're <laughs> not going to get any callbacks to Never Been Kissed in this one because that okay. took place yes. after that. But we yes. might get a Mrs. Robinson in this. Uh, honestly, so. I'm kind of expecting it. Yeah, So fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. Ready for right. F3. Let's dive in. Let's get risky. All right, <laughs> risky business. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> that um, I I well, we'll get to it in, in a little bit, but that um wasn't quite what I remembered. It was um, honestly, that's really nice for me to hear that you don't remember every single second of that movie. Yeah, that, that was a, kind of a surprise for you. Yeah, that was um, that was a wild something. ride. All right, start with the wine. Yeah, uh, out rating of 10. out of ten. You go first. You sure, me? I'll go first. Um, I'm trying to remember because, like, the whole time we we're watching, I was thinking this about the, it. Uh, the uh, black box, not a sponsor. Yes, yeah, if you want to be to the uh, after, after show wine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I I think I wanted to say 5.8. I think was my wine score. Interesting, because I had it at a 7.8. What? I thought it was better. 7.8. I thought it was so. I liked. But the last fact week that, was like a five. Yeah, like this. It wasn't like too super alcohol forward. It felt kind of like light, not too heavy. Had a lot of good like you know flavors on there with like the raspberry, the uh, the fruitiness of it, the the, the, the bubblegum flavor. I actually kind of liked it. it. 
I liked it. It made me happy. I'm not saying it was a bad wine. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. But to me, like, I, I think I also have your, um, your scale in your head from mm -hmm. last week where, you know, how are we rating it from, like, you know, trash water to the best wine we've ever had or, like, mm -hmm. really good or, like, decent wine to, like, pretty good wine. And it was, I don't know that it will really stand out to me as something I really remember. And I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's not it was an fine. It was, it was a wine that I very much enjoyed and it was better than a lot of wines that I've had. And... I, I like it. You are, everybody is allowed to have their yeah. own, their own tastes. I, I liked last week's wine better than this week's wine. I like this one better than the previous week's. I, I just, you know, there's no objective measurement in there that mm -hmm. that was just the number that, uh, that stuck out to you. All right. So I, I liked the, um, the Primitivo 2012, I doubt you can, 13. 2013, I doubt you can buy that anymore, but um, in case you are in the market for a Primitivo, the 2013 James K. Reserve <laughs> was, was a good one. Yeah, I mean, I, I did like it. I liked last week's better. Do wines, like once they reach like a certain like milestone, do they become like, you know, like with, with cars, once you reach the what, 25 year mm -hmm. age, it's like a, you get the antique plates, like, is there special like picture once you reach Did we like, drink antique wine? Yeah, like is, is this now like, you know, a much more sought after, I guess it get, definitely gonna get more rare over time, but I just wonder if there's any sort of like a 10 year, 15 mm -hmm. year, 20 year wine, whatever. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, I did like it. I just liked last week's better. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess next is what, movie out of 10? I'll, let you go um, I'll go first on this one. I'm gonna say 6.7. Oh, 6.3, I was really hoping yeah. it would be the same. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was decent. Um, I guess according to this screen that's up here, it has a 6.6 .6 star rating. Yeah. So we were kind of right on I those. I honestly did not look at either of those. Interesting, it's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I wonder how much of that is just because like of name recognition. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, uh, it. I thought it started out kind of fast and then all of a sudden it got real slow. I feel like... Like, it was fine. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I know that's a later question. Makes sense, we'll get to more with of the those branding specifics. now from the title there with like the real like um, yeah. the red font and yeah. the. But I think, like, it seemed like someone came up with the idea for it, mm -hmm. all in one sitting, and was like, "Okay, now film it, go." And it, it did. They didn't take the time to fully. Mm -hmm. wrap, See, I was gonna like, say connect it, everything together. It felt like know. it was like thought up by like just like a horny teenager. Yeah. It very much had that like everything about it so I guess what next is uh, a we plot. can dive more into the questions but yeah just, I think next is a, a plot synopsis um, I'll give my synopsis then you can pull up Wikipedia yeah, definition Wikipedia while you're... Um, so yeah Tom Cruise's character Joel um, is has his parents house for the weekend which is I feel like was a super cliche like um, storyline for so many things but rather than just being like oh we're having a big huge party everyone's gonna get drunk and things are gonna get wrecked we gotta build it back up it was more like hey I gonna hire a prostitute and then I'm gonna suddenly become like a pimp because I have to save her and then I wreck my dad's car and then in one night I have to make a whole lot of money through this, have this huge overnight prostitution ring to make thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, but also since I screwed over a previous pimp, he's going to come and steal all my furniture and not like, I don't know, like shoot me or like break my knees or something. He steals all the furniture. Then he has to then buy back and then gets back just in the nick of time to, um, uh, you know, beat his parents back from the, the airport, from their trip, whatever, 
and doesn't get caught, but then the mom walks in, the tiniest little like <laughs> scratch in this crystal vase or- It's an egg, it is egg. a crystal egg. Yeah, the like, college football trophy looking thing. Zero percent uh, my mom. Yeah, then he gets into Princeton in the end. <laughs> That's- So when you uh, get into risky business, you'll get into Princeton. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have to kind of, skim through this plot because it's not super concise but well, what's the like first paragraph synopsis well the, the first paragraph high achieving high school student joel goodston high achieving yeah we can dive into that uh, in a second <laughs> lives with his wealthy parents obviously he's in high school in the chicago north shore area of glencoe his father wants him to attend princeton university his alma mater so joel participates in future entrepreneur and future enterprisers an extracurricular activity in which students work in teams to create small businesses. While Joel's parents go away on a trip, his friend Miles convinces him to use his newfound freedom to have some fun. On the first night, Joel reads the liquor cabinet, plays the stereo loudly, Joy rides in his father's car and dances around the living room in his briefs and button-down shirt to old-time rock and roll. That's the first two paragraphs of the Wikipedia summary. But that meant the Wikipedia summary. I don't know if it was there, like something at the top here. Uh, that's more of I guess that was yeah. not really a good summary. Yeah. Um, I think I gave a better summary than yeah. We're not gonna read the whole like five paragraphs of that. Um, so was the movie what you expected? Absolutely not. Both say no, even though I had seen it before. Prostitution? Mm -hmm. See, I would have never said that. I, I mean, he is so unlike last week where Drew Barrymore was not an actual high schooler. Mm -hmm. He was actually in high school, which fits along kind of with what I assumed. Mm -hmm. You know, I assumed it was about a high school or like a teenager who gets some kind of freedom and takes advantage of it, which yes, that happened. Prostitution was not ever something I would have imagined. Yeah, that's this. why I was like, I'm pretty sure there was like a big party and there was, but it was just a prostitution ring like party thing. Um, and, but even like, I mean, that party at the end was just absolutely not on my radar. But even at the beginning when it was like, oh, like call girl, like all the news, his friend was reading off all the newspaper ads. And mm -hmm. I was like, are you actually gonna have someone come to your house and like do all this? And then, it, then she comes over, and it wasn't actually a dream. Like, totally thought that was a dream. Well, in the, back up from that though, the first prostitution prostitution call is um, just like picks up a number, calls it, gives like a quick like hush. Well, like, his friend like doesn't. He's like, hey, sprint. my name's Joel. At this address, I'm looking for a good time tonight. Bye, and hangs up. No like follow up, no question asked, no anything. All of a sudden, a taxi arrives, and like I feel like. Why would you just like trust that? Like, I feel like I, if I were a prostitute, would have wanted to know that like this was like a legitimate call. This wasn't like a trap. This wasn't someone like who was just a high schooler digging around where I wasted my wasted my night going all the way out there, or wasn't like someone who's like I'm gonna call a prostitute and then like you know take advantage of them or beat them or something like seemed really kind of sketchy. Like no way that would have actually happened. I think a lot of this movie for me was again, viewing with my 2020s lens was like, I don't think a lot of this would happen or people, I mean, even the, the prostitution side would be a lot more conscious mm -hmm. of who they were going to call on just like with the catfishing and the people being like, oh yeah, come to my house. Like, I think there would be a lot well, more of like a screening of, process. Could this be made today slash how would it be made today? I mean, I think you're, you're right with like all the prostitution. I think that, um, it was kind of sketchy that it was just in the newspaper. I don't know if that was just more of a thing then or if I don't read the newspaper and it's like still a thing. This was like but made almost 10 years before. So much of that seems like the whole like you know, chat room, like soliciting sex from people, like being catfished or just being like a cop on the other end. 
I feel like that would have been so much less likely to have like happened mm-hmm. that way. I mean, even like the the ad that they read or one of the ads they read, we were joking about how, oh, that's like one of the weird spam, like yeah. <laughs> Instagram, like DMs you get every once in a while for, or like Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. Text or, me back on sex yeah. on, on Snapchat, all those weird, super all these sketchy things. Very, very spammy things that you get from time to time that the fact that that was in the newspaper and that was something that was actually put out there. And I'm sure that was that, you know, going into the newspaper for that mm-hmm. was where, where you had to go because there was no internet, there was no social media or anything. It never seems like less likely. I feel like you would have, I don't know, posted bulletin somewhere or something. I feel like uh, there, I don't know, the, the 80s the were new, a different time. Well, the newspaper have been like, yes, we're gonna have a department where we just host um, a bunch of prostitution ads that are clearly like escorts or like, sorry, they, escort services are still above the line somehow in some places, but yeah. I, I, I don't pretend to know anything about on that, that line. I was like, I wonder how this movie would be viewed if like in the next decade or two, like prostitution is legalized, what this would kind of look back, you know, look like mm-hmm. it. It seems like so much of this is based on the fact that this is like a risky business and it's not legal and it's all that, mm-hmm. whatever that I think that would totally change the tone of this movie or how you would look back on it being like this was, but also the attitude of the characters in the movie is, he doesn't seem concerned at all that he's running a prostitution ring out of his parents' mm-hmm. home while they're out of town. Yeah. And, and I just feel like the, the the way his character is set up to be is he's kind of cautious, or apparently, according to Wikipedia, he's this high-achieving student. That mm-hmm. I think you'd be a little bit more The cautious. dad was so worried about whether, like, how he was pushing the equalizer on his stereo. And suddenly this guy's, like, okay with having not just, like, one prostitute, but, like... 50 at his house unattended and then goes off on and a train somewhere. And inviting his high school friends into his home mm-hmm. to hook up with these women. And some of them looked like they were 12. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and he's like, yes, surely this will never like come back to me and I will never get caught on this or no, the neighbors won't say anything in this. If you're like in, I feel like in a super like ritzy neighborhood like that, you probably have like a, some something of like a, a nosy neighbor, neighborhood watch. Someone's going to have you know noticed this and been like, I'm going to go ahead and call the, the parents and say, Did you know that you're having a party or mm-hmm. a bunch of prostitutes at the house? Oh yeah, the 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 nosy, kind of busybody, especially. like stay at home mom that is friend that knows like his mom would absolutely be all over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how well did it age? I think kind of going back to that part of it, I think it aged fairly well. It didn't seem too. Like a lot of the things that you know, parents going out of town and him them going to check in, like you could clearly, you know, just it'd be easier to, you know, your parents check in to call mm-hmm. on a cell phone no matter where you are, or you mm-hmm. could send a whole bunch of like, you know, pictures of you at the house and like it would be easy to act yeah. like everything's fine. It wasn't too dependent on technology. To I think parents are less stuff. likely to leave their kids for a week. Like mm-hmm. even in high school to just the helicopter go. parents are always yeah. want to be with their kids. Yeah. Yeah. I also just feel like, I mean, I, we don't have boys and I mm. was not a teenage boy ever. I don't know how much I would trust my teenage boy, my high school senior mm-hmm. teenage boy at home alone. Yeah. I mean, now you'd have like security cameras. You'd be telling the neighbors to call. You would have like smart sensors on your doors to know who's coming in and out and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, next question is, did they say the title of the movie in the movie? I don't I think, think so. they did. Um, but does the title fit the movie? I think it. I think it, I think it does. Very appropriate. I don't know what else. It, I would it didn't have come give up it. With. I mean, I don't think it really gave away mm-hmm. what it was. Like you said, actually looking at the graphic design look of the title, mm-hmm. having seen it, 
I can see how it fits, especially with the like red, yeah, um, like neon sign looking. The branding of it, the font. sign of it would fit, fit very well. I wonder what other titles were like considered for mm-hmm. it. Like, but now that you say it, like I'm really shocked that, especially in 1983, it was not like we're gonna get into some risky business or some very cheesy. Mm-hmm. Let's throw that line in there to make it. Well, it's like all this, I feel like would have been so scandalous at the time, but all we ever hear about is Tom Cruise running around in his underwear, which was like literally three seconds in the beginning. I was not prepared for it to be in the first second. I think my exact quote was, already? Are we really getting into this yet right now? Yeah. So let's go through the last two questions and then we'll we'll get to all of our notes on that. Um, Were there any actors that went on to do bigger things? Obviously Tom Cruise went on to do a lot of stuff, Um, but the guy that was the pimp, he was in The Matrix, he was in Memento, and I know you... I don't think we've seen either of those. Um, that was the only real one that I think went on to a lot of bigger things. Um, I didn't recognize anybody. I mean, it, it was kind of like a complete opposite of last week where I felt like every time a new actor last week came on screen, it was like, mm-hmm. oh man, I know you, I know you, I know you. And this week, it was a bunch of nobodies to me. I'm not super cultured in the film Yeah, world, if there were but that I'm, any that I missed, it's, you know. No one really stood out to me. I, yeah, it's I did, just didn't recognize them, I guess, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't really see any. And then, do you feel cultured after watching it? Yes. Yeah, I would say I would say yeah, much more in the um, the uh, the graduate like sense. Like I feel mm-hmm. a lot more cultured of like I can you know say I've seen this that scene at least, and I can talk more about the movie than, than just that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I got a lot of culture out of this, and I think similarly along the lines of the graduate, I feel like especially in 2020 that we seem like we're so much more aware of things and so much more accepting of like behaviors and different Mm -hmm. things like that, that, you know, the graduate and this seems so scandalous to me that like Mm -hmm. these came out in that, like the graduate came out in the sixties, this came out in the eighties that I don't know how these were perceived by the everyday people mm-hmm. of the 80s that I feel like this would have been so shocking. And I think they're so scandalous for like what I imagine of those times, but what people talk about the movies about and remember them for seems like they just brush it under the rug and like, I guess like no one mm-hmm. to acknowledge all yes. that. They're like, oh, this movie, yeah, it's great because it was Tom Cruise in underwear, not like, and there was this whole like prostitution vibe, so much nudity, so much. Just completely you know, wipe or like sweeping mm-hmm. that under the rug that yeah. I, I don't know, that it makes me go into any future movie being way more mm-hmm. cautious after especially after these two that are like two like the graduate and this one were really mm-hmm. big name movies that keep being referenced all the time that now i feel like i'm gonna start going into these movies a little more cautious of what yeah, i really what think am i gonna see are. um this one didn't have quite the wild ending that the graduate did it but did not. um it was a bit more um in your face more like throughout the middle of it of like this is mm-hmm. kind of wild oh, okay I'm just going straight but even with both of them though like with um with the graduate we were surprised with the whole mrs robinson seducing thing being so early and likewise with this one that the the, um big uh tom cruise in the underwear scene was like very much in the beginning and not like so maybe his like rise everybody just stopped watching it in the first 20 minutes (laughs) and then the rest of all these other movies have just been completely forgotten um so yeah your thoughts first yeah um I guess, I mean, first of all, uh, Tom Cruise was a complete infant in this. Mm-hmm. I looked it up. He was um, probably like 20, 21 mm-hmm. when it was filmed and when it yeah. came out. He looked like a complete baby, especially, in, I feel like some of the scenes that they were filmed earlier on in, in production than others, where some of them he looked very, very young, and then others mm-hmm. he looked like he was trying to be more of a mature kind of guy, but mm-hmm. um, it was wild seeing him so young. And 
I mean, obviously shocking to see him that young because I feel like obviously mm-hmm. this movie came out a long time before we were even born. So he was much older by the time that we were mm-hmm. conscious of who he was. But also I hear so much about this movie and it's like Tom Cruise in his underwear and the gla- and like the glasses and all that kind of stuff is what you mm-hmm. hear of this. But he was way much more of a nerdy character than I was expecting. Yeah. I, was t- I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I want to um, honestly see... Because some of those, he had like a bunch of like not crooked teeth, but like very much like kid That's looking true. teeth. I want to look now and see if he has just like straight veneers or if that was like, you know. I did notice his teeth. Yeah. Um, and also there were a bunch of scenes where he was standing with someone and you could see his entire body and he didn't look... I don't know if they've hired a bunch of like much shorter people, but I feel like it's such a common thing now where it's like, oh, Tom Cruise is so short. They always mm-hmm. have all these crazy things to make him look taller. And I feel like some of the camera scenes um, were filmed in a way to make everyone else look taller. But in other ones, he was like, you know, three inches taller than his friend. Did they hire a really short guy so that mm-hmm. he would feel fine? How tall is he actually? Um, was not expecting all the boobs so early. He's 5'7". Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I always, I always look it up and feel this shocked, but... Man, that's not, that's mm-hmm. like, an, like an inch and a half, two inches taller than me. Yeah, short guy. Yikes. Um, I like how he poured himself just a whole glass of scotch in the beginning of his parents went out of town. She was just like, all the scotch mm-hmm. and then like a tiny bit of uh It's like how you Coke. make your mimosas. Yeah. A whole bunch of champagne with just a drop of orange juice. But like, like a scotch and Coke, is that even a thing? It sounds terrible. But it, it feels like a very 18 year old thing. It's yeah. like, I'm going to take something and I'm going to pour a whole bunch of it and then I'm going to put a little I bit wish they joined him like top. drinking that because the next thing you see is he's trying to eat, eat like a frozen meal and he just bites right into like a frozen steak. And he I'm eats like, it like a popsicle. And I'm like, why would you even do that? It just seems stupid. Yeah. Um, the uh, underwear scene was incredibly early in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, why is he just running around in like his underwear? His parents are out of town, you know, no one's there, but like, I feel like my idea of being like, I'm gonna take advantage of no one being here, so I'm just gonna wear like cozy clothes. Like what Becky and Chris would call their tuxedos. Just mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna go in my in my sweats and I'm just gonna be totally comfortable. I think I feel very uncomfortable just walking around, sitting around in my underwear, even just by myself, just seems impractical. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's slightly different as a girl. Like if you're wearing like an oversized button down mm-hmm. that like it can be more like a dress nightgown as opposed mm-hmm. to just I'm wearing one of my shirts with my underwear. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just but I, I mean. but I agree that I don't know that my first thought if I was home alone in my house would be like, mm-hmm. well, let me just, just take my pants off and not wear. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'd be self-conscious of being like, Oh my God, I'm like slipping out or is like, am I getting like, like a little bit of swamp ass and now it's just like everywhere. I would want at least some sort of buffer there, some sort of barrier. Just seems I, impractical I if you're trying to relax. I agree. Um, uh, I have, why don't they have desks? But that was when they were in school. I thought they were in school, but that was their after school club, club thing. So it makes a, mm-hmm. a tiny bit more sense, but it still seems impractical. Um, I like how they were running around with the Porsche uh, when they the parents went out of town, just like running up to people and like revving the engine and driving away. And I very much imagine that nowadays what people do is they just like have like a superposed like Instagram post that they post and like they're trying to act like they're really cool or cooler than they are. With like, a lot of outtakes. Mm-hmm. Of like, oh no, I need to put my arm like this. Mm-hmm. Or let me so just or slouch like a editing little bit more. Or get the lighting right or get the mm-hmm. ankle right to make themselves look cool. I feel like that's the, the modern day version of, um, of them running around with muscle cars flexing. And I mean, we definitely had some social media at that age, but I feel like what it is now mm-hmm. is gotta be completely different that we have absolutely no clue. Of yeah. how exactly, like, how much goes into the thought of, like, those kinds of posts. But that's definitely the flex. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, let me post probably more to TikTok. Yeah. Instagram is so, we, we don't understand so old-fashioned these, these days. Uh, social media. <laughs> um, do you want to go through some of your notes or do you want me to go through all of mine um, first? I can 
You can keep going. Okay. Um, you have a lot more notes than me. Mine are more like bigger yeah. picture. Um, I have, would she really just show up when it clearly sounded like a high schooler messing around on the phone, which we talked about before, about like, just seems unlikely. It seems like a trap. Mm -hmm. If I was like someone in that business, I'd be a little more skeptical or have sent someone ahead of time or have like some sort of protector with me to just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go show, show up here, knock on the door and... Are you talking about Lana or the first, Jackie? Jackie. Yeah. And especially I mean, because, both, but like I definitely mean, both Jackie. of them for sure. And especially because I feel like Lana kind of makes some um, like references to them being similar in age. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if I was that young, I would not want to go anywhere alone. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, maybe I would feel safer in this like nicer neighborhood, mm -hmm. but also who know who even knows. <laughs> You don't, don't, you don't even know what you're gonna. You never that. feel safe. I can't even imagine. Um, but like you said, I mean, it was just this very much like you, can, you could tell he was laughing and he was kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, my name's Joel, I'm in my house, like it hangs hangs up. Yeah, I think it, so many of those people that post their ads in the newspaper would have gotten so many prank calls all the time from that to have not mm -hmm. just shown up. And she even said like, I can't. It was like a really far taxi ride or mm -hmm. whatever. That I mean. If you're close by, it's one thing. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, I I don't even pretend to know what that life is like. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, if if you're commuting, mm -hmm. you're not just gonna go far far away, whatever that is supposed to be, mm -hmm. for a quick like kind of jokey sounding. I yeah. don't know. I don't even pretend to know, but just didn't seem very practical or believable I there. Agree. Um, the fact that when Lana did show up that it wasn't a dream where like she shows up he was like asleep didn't answer the doorbell She just lets herself in also like who mm -hmm. would have done that? Um, and then comes in and they just go straight, straight into it. The door blows open and leaves just compile like <laughs> I don't get it Was he gonna be just napping there and like did the leaves just or was the doors gonna blow open anyways? Mm -hmm. It just seems very very weird like to have had that happen and then there's and no mention of like this huge mess that would have happened he seemed very confident for like an 18 year old mm -hmm. high schooler who i assume was kind of new to this yeah they banged like eight rooms for like half the night he would have lasted like a quarter of a second and he just goes right into like rubbing his hand very slowly up her leg and i'm like no high schooler is composed which enough. is why i feel like this was made by like or at least imagined by like a high schooler like super horny guy who did like had no actual experiences like this to be like oh man wouldn't it be great if i was in high school and like got a prostitute and she was so hot she just like came to my house and like we banged in every room and i'm like this doesn't seem very believable in any sense of yeah in any sense of it um i thought that lana had a lot of taylor swift looking vibes i did think that as well um, I, I was i couldn't put my finger on it for a while but then, oh no i was right away yeah um and then again, I did anybody wear pants? Because then she's just hanging around around his house, just walk around her underwear all day, and just to me it seems. I mean, I think the girl being no pants is more believable than the guy true. being no pants. And because because you think it's weird, yeah, and I think it's less weird. Not that I walk around no pants often, mm -hmm. but I have worn oversized like shirts or t-shirts mm -hmm. and just like walked around to like get ready or yeah, I mean, especially before we had children and there were other people walking around the house when it was like just me hanging out in the morning but and then like when he is also then he's studying just in his like study jorts just all the time Everyone the study weird. jorts were weird i will yeah. give give you that but but they weren't only study jorts they were also exercise jorts because he was mm -hmm. lifting in them too and that does not seem practical anything was denim, picturing like dennis from it's always sunny and he's like i, I got so much flexibility <laughs> Like, denim just doesn't seem to be anything that's practical for mm -hmm. exercising or moving in any capacity. Yeah, 
very odd. But I also say that as a woman who denim is not comfortable. Um, and then she steals that uh, glass egg from him, and then he immediately immediately leaves her alone again in his house, and then is like surprised that mm -hmm. she's not there when he gets back, or and she's like, well, if I can just get my stuff back or like my clothes back, mm -hmm. I can get your egg. What? I don't. It just it didn't. It I mean, had the big pieces. Morning high school story, guys also are not going to their brain. They're going to think with their the dick. Story but had it the story had the big pieces to weird. it. But it just, it, there was so much that just didn't really connect together mm -hmm. for me. I just, I don't know. It was weird. And it was, like you said, it was slow. Mm -hmm. It was like, there were times where it was hard to follow what was going on mm -hmm. because it was just like, oh, he's back at high school again, just hanging out. I don't, I don't know. It was weird. Well, then they get in this big fight with the, the whole like car going into the water thing. She storms yeah. off and like clearly would have heard him like yelling for help for with the car and just walks away. Does not care that like the whole over exaggerated car can't he somehow can't like stop it um from going down the hill. And then the very next thing he like takes like planes, trains, and automobiles across the city to, to go find her. Rose shows up all sweaty. No words they like make up. And there's like no like Yeah. Very like um not cohesive, just it seemed like it was missing mm -hmm. some sort of like believability and some storyline and some Connecting, um, yeah. I think that was just the biggest struggle struggle for me with the whole movie was I just don't know how we're getting from from this point to this point mm -hmm. and then that point to that point. Like, it just it all didn't really connect together very well. Um, how long were his parents out of town? Because it seems like it took a long time for him to be like, oh, I'm just hanging out by myself. To I then after I have the first night of one um, hooker, then the next thing I have another one, and then I have time to build up this like I think huge, the, the two hookers um, were in one night though. Huge problem storyline. I don't know, it didn't seem like it. And then um, then he has the whole buildup of this um, big enterprise. It seemed very rushed and very non-believable for, unless his parents were out of town for like three months, which mm -hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I think maybe, I think the most believable in the, the outlying circumstances of mm -hmm. the movie would be a week. But I also just feel like as a parent, I would have a hard time leaving my child, my high school child alone for mm -hmm. a whole week. Yeah, especially with the whole like big Princeton looming thing, and then they the guy comes in for the admissions, and the parents aren't calling immediately like before or after that, being like, "Are you prepared for this?" or "How did it go?" Mm -hmm. They just kind of come up from their trip, and they're like, "Oh, it like apparently his, went really well." All his parents are concerned with over the phone is, and our flight will get in on this day, and it's the United flight, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not at all like, "Oh, your Princeton interview, how did it go?" Mm -hmm. And like, how's he going to track that? Is he going to like call the airline every now and then to figure out if it's on There's schedule no, or... Just Googling flight yeah. numbers. Interesting. Um, but the admissions guy totally would have called the cops, right? Before walking in. Like, he shows up there. Clearly a whole bunch of, like... I thought he was a cop. Until they said who he was, I assumed he was a cop. Yeah. Like, he walks in. Clearly it's prostitution. If anything, like, you're going to see a bunch of, like, 14-year-olds there drinking and have like partying with the prostitutes i don't think he would have been like yeah i'm gonna come down and sit down and interview this guy and but apparently he then books one of them and... especially for someone from princeton mm -hmm. it's not just like university of illinois or whoever like yeah just like <laughs> that's not line i whatever i mean that yeah. was his like backup yeah. school but like it's not just like a like everyday college i mean it's like princeton yeah. is is not nothing yeah. and he comes in and is totally fine with um lana coming in trying to wheel a bed into that room because they needed the room mm -hmm. and just all like the, oh let my friend in he, he needs to be home by midnight 
Mm-hmm. If you were some kind of elite university admissions person, you would be very disturbed about everything you are witnessing. Yeah, no way you would have like subjected yourself to okaying that. And I mean, I know there are some bad people out there, but yeah. I, but it's not believable. Um, but I also wonder how like the University of Illinois felt being like kind of shit on there of like we're the backup school and we're like low cost. Uh, like it's not a crap university; it's a very good school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, like everyone views the Ivy League schools on a higher pedestal, but it still just seemed like he was like comparing like Princeton to like, well, I guess we went to community college and like really yeah. throwing it down there. Um, also, 0% chance this guy would have had a chance at Princeton in the first place. He had a 3.14 GPA, which obviously GPAs are all relative to the school there, but his class rank was 54. So unless he's at like a super high rated school, like I don't think that 50, a 54 ranked person would have had a chance at Princeton. And an 1100 on the SAT, I don't remember what his exact scores were, but mm-hmm. I think both were under it was 600. Around, it was around 1100. Yeah. And the fact that Wikipedia describes him as a high-achieving student. Yeah. It seems like, I mean, I would not have said high-achieving. I would have said he was someone who was working very hard to try to be... Middle of the pack. Yes. And obviously scores and numbers and all that sort of that stuff has changed, but it still seems very impractical, even with the, um, the fact that he was a... Uh, what is it? when your parents were also going to the school um, um, legacy. legacy there was a legacy at Princeton still seems unlikely that he would have had, a, had a, even a chance at an interview there mm-hmm. but even his friend like very right, I mean, like right off the bat his friend who's smoking a cigar playing poker or whatever with him it's like well you're obviously getting into Harvard and I was like are you obviously getting into Harvard I don't because I don't you know went to inter- uh, future enterprisers club uh, the friend wasn't in the future enterprisers yeah. club I don't know. That was not believable. I think the the like overarching theme of all of this is I just don't feel like it was believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't believable, but I still feel like the same kind of movie would have been made today. Like, I don't think it's, mm-hmm. it was something that couldn't have been made. It just equally would have been unbelievable. And I do think that part of me needs to take a step back and be like, all, obviously all of these movies are movies. They are mm-hmm. not documentaries. They are yeah. stories that are supposed to be. But at some to, point like, you can only suspend your belief, but so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I have is um, stealing the furniture, though. Where like the, the the pimp, whatever, comes and gets out of town, and, or gets he's on on the train and he comes and steals all the furniture. I still feel like that very much didn't seem believable. Like I, the fact that he was like waving a gun around before, mm-hmm. it would have been much more high stakes. He wouldn't have gotten out unscathed. Um, this that's why it seems like a high school fantasy. The gun pull thing. was like very casual, mm-hmm. and then he didn't even actually use it. Not that not that I promote gun violence, but like mm-hmm. if you're gonna pull the gun. You never and see then, it again, too. It's like and then you chase them all over. The, the, the car chase scene was like, and they just kept following each other. And the guy shows up like at his house later, and uh, Tom Cruise just kind of walks out, and just like hanging out there. And Aren't you concerned that he knows where you live now? Yeah, and that he had a gun, and you're just like, I'm going to walk out here in my jorts, and I'm totally going to like intimidate this guy. Like, no. It seemed kind of yeah. stupid there. And how impractical. I'm going to move all of the crap out of your parents' house. Mm-hmm. I mean... I know our parents, not that our parents are hoarders, but like you have a lot, like when you live in a home for a long time, you accumulate a lot of stuff. That's fairly large, but moving out of my apartment, my God, it took forever to pack that shit up. Right. It would have, yeah. The, the, like, oh, I'm going to take every piece of furniture out of their house. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that's just not practical. No yeah. one actually wants to do that. Come and like that, that guy car. doesn't want to do that. He yeah. doesn't want to physically move to like dining room tables. very crazy. You'd have had to pay a whole t- a group yeah. able to do that in, in a way to get to get what his like three hundred dollars back per. He made eight thousand dollars that night. And I'm oh. pretty certain that guy got it all back. Um. So as far as my notes go, 
um, a lot of them were just more like technolo technological to start with. The mm -hmm. audio, I think, especially compared to how things are nowadays, it's, it's hard in scenes where there's a lot of background volume to like really hear what they're saying. And mm -hmm. I feel like, especially in the beginning, like they have, were have, but having a card game and they're all kind of talking over each other and they're moving the chips and there's lots of background noise mm -hmm. that the, I think now there's a lot more like either like a hit very much more discreet hidden lapel mic or mm -hmm. the boom mics are a lot more sensitive to the actual like volume of the voices that I had a hard time tracking what they were saying mm -hmm. and trying to follow. Part of that might just be our on. audio system, the fact that we've had like a thin TV doing that. But I also think... Um, but I noticed it in The Graduate more, yeah. too, that it was like, it seemed more like the older movies. I have mm -hmm. a harder time hearing what they're saying because it gets muffled in with the background. I think it definitely much, was much more of like a, a boom mic with per people, the actors projecting mm -hmm. more versus nowadays they've got the smaller mics so they, they talk qu more quietly. Um, I thought it for the most part was fairly... Easy, easy to understand what they were saying. It was it was more at the beginning where I had a harder time like actually hearing what they were saying. But I also noticed it in the graduate too of like if there was if they were at like at the party scene at the beginning of the graduate that it was harder to pick out what people were saying because there was a lot more mm -hmm. background noise and those like bigger background scenes were harder to follow. Um, also, I wanted to talk really quickly about the like follow point of view shot at mm -hmm. the beginning where he is at home and in you don't see Tom Cruise at all, but it's like, you see his mom and then his dad's like, come with me. Is this where I left my stereo system? And mm -hmm. he follows the dad in there and then he's at the airport and he follows them in the car and at the escalator. And, and it, was, it was like minutes without seeing Tom Cruise, but it was, it felt like it was, and all those this is new technology. At the parents are going to make them seem like larger, like you are a kid looking up at them. And they, I think they that was mostly those... on the escalator though. No, that he a, was, he was behind them. they also had those shots of like, looking at like the kid photos to kind of portray like you are a kid looking up at your parents and they I think they were really trying to lean into that and I think that's why they had the escalator shot was to really really mm -hmm. hammer that home but for the most part it was like you're, the parents are the ones that are like talking down to you and they're the ones in control and telling you mm -hmm. all those things yeah and but were, it also felt like it was a this is a new kind of technology we have these steady cams that mm -hmm. we can we can follow somebody and it looks like it's your point of view and uh, it just it, I was wondering it if we stood out get, a lot if we were gonna get more of like the opposite at the end when like Tom Cruise had like become like become a man and was now that in would have been very interesting and had like I didn't I didn't notice if they did that in any like reverse shots of that or if they um, you know made any point to have the opposite it almost seemed like a half baked idea that they mm -hmm. never really followed through on but I agree it was very, it was very noticeable that like super forced point of view artistic thing of following mm -hmm. and it was not so noticeable for the first like. 30 seconds and then it kept going and it kept going and it kept going and then that was the only time that was done in the whole movie that it mm -hmm. felt it really stood out to me um and then i also made a note that um when tom cruise was at the diner with his friends in the beginning and they were like talking about oh like he's obviously going to harvard and we're gonna do this blah blah, blah. Mm -hmm. and they said that um, if you leave straight out of harvard with an mba you'll make forty thousand dollars and dermatologists would make sixty thousand mm -hmm. dollars and just i feel like that really sets yeah. It apart from where we are in the 2020s now. Yeah, when you're looking at it and you're like, that's just slightly above minimum wage. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I started minimum. out as a elementary school teacher making $40,000. Mm -hmm. Making more than that. Making more than $40,000. Yeah, $50,000. That, um, 
those numbers just were kind of yeah. jarring to hear given what today's society is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also had a note that, you know, he was drinking a lot of beer and they were drinking beer. Obviously high schoolers mm-hmm. drink beer. So yeah, he had a whole like, he had a display of like beers in his, or in his drug beer cans in his And room. the, the national, then that got me thinking like, was the drinking age 21 then? Like when did it actually switch? Cause I know mm-hmm. like it was 18 for so like you when, could buy when my parents beer were in. For, at 18, I think it was liquor at 21. Mm-hmm. And the National Drinking Age Act uh, to make it 21 was passed in 1984. So later. it was a year after this. Mm-hmm. So although it looked from the maps, the quick Wikipedia article I skimmed while we were watching this mm-hmm. made it look like Illinois would have probably not been in the 18 age in 1983. Um, it still was interesting that like, oh, this mm-hmm. was made in a time when, when people in America could, could buy any, some kind of alcohol at 18. Cause it, it seemed like- he, And I don't know what made whole, me think like, The this. whole like big uh, glass of scotch thing was like, uh, I've never drank before, I don't understand alcohol, but he pours this huge like glass full of it. Um, that it seems even more weird being like, he could have likely bought beer at that age, but not liquor. You still would understand like how much is too much if you've been drinking mm-hmm. with your friends and that was all acceptable. Um, and why he would really need to be like, I'm going to pour this huge glass. I mean, unless he's a high school 18 year old and he's like, oh, I have a, a beer that's 12 this ounces, much. 12 ounces that, of liquor. Like, I'll pour the liquor mm-hmm. that you just don't really think twice about it. Um, and then just like a fun note of when he is like when um, Jackie, the mm-hmm. first prostitute shows up and he's like going to call his friend and he throws the antenna on the phone up and he puts it <laughs> to his ear. And I just feel like that's something that like, I don't think I ever did. Mm-hmm. With any of our phones. I don't think we had an, I mean, maybe we had one with an antenna that I. We definitely did, but I think I didn't really use the phone that much while we had phones. It like, was not something that was like, oh, this will change how my phone works when yeah. I use it. That I thought that that was just very entertaining. That mm-hmm. he throws the antenna up. I feel like that's very um, similar to the, like, I'm going to slam my, my flip mm-hmm. phone shut. Oh. Just the, the, the aggressive phone gestures that I feel like. Is much I less now when you can, when you can just tap your phone with your thumb is way less aggressive yeah. than let me slap my <laughs> flip phone shutter. I'm going to push my antenna down. Mm-hmm. It just, that made me giggle. Um, and then my last night was just like WTF. This whole movie, it was just not at all what I, thought I was expecting. Yeah. It to be. I mean, same thing with the, the graduate of not what I was expecting, but, um, but I also feel like that's kind of almost what makes these even better is mm-hmm. like, I've, I've heard of it my whole life. And I, ha- it's just completely different. Totally yeah. Different. I, I don't really know. And I wish I'd talk, talked more before the movie about what I expected. I think we should have some more like predictions about like what we think the plot line is going to be before we I start. <laughs> because clearly we need to give more predictions because we, we say are like completely blown away every time. Like just how far away we were. Because mm-hmm. I said something in the, uh, before it about there being a party and there kind of was with the whole like prostitution party and what I remembered. And I remembered something about with the car um, getting pushed into the water. So as soon mm-hmm. as they arrived at the ice cream thing, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, uh, was not what I remembered. Um, and yeah, but again, the, the title fits, mm-hmm. um, don't have complaints there. Do you feel cultured? I know. I think we might've already answered that, but mm-hmm. just to kind of wrap it up, like yeah. we've been cultured for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely glad I saw it. Um, I think it was, um, not necessarily like symbolic of the times, but it feels like a piece of, of, of that time that it's also cool seeing like a very early Tom Cruise film. Because mm-hmm. I imagine I we'll see it, him in a lot more of our movies. And I, uh, two points, I think it, back to the Tom Cruise thing, it, you know, 
we know him as what he is now. I think he's like 60 now mm -hmm. of where, where he is in the like 2000s. That to see him in his early days was kind of nice and mm -hmm. like refreshing compared to like what he's known for now. Um, but I'm really excited now to see this movie referenced and actually understand it. Mm -hmm. I mean, similarly with The Graduate and just having so much more of an understanding of what it is. And I, and like, I feel like there's something... <laughs> um, I feel like there is some movie or TV show that references that risky business egg and I can't put my finger on it and I don't know if it was like a Disney mm -hmm. something but I feel like Disney wouldn't would not do that but it seems it feels like that kind of movie where it was like this is th I have this memorabilia of the mm -hmm. egg from risky business and I and I can't put my finger on what it's from and I hope that, that I'm everything able to like figure it out because as soon as I saw the egg I was like oh that's something that I've heard of before. Because everything I've seen about this movie has just been like the underwear scene and the. And that's where I said going into it. Goods off the show. Yeah. That I'm I, I feel like I need to go rewatch everything I've ever watched prior to now so that I can mm -hmm. figure out what that's from. But um, I'm excited to see how many times we see this referenced in the future. Yeah. But it was a good one. I I, I feel like. Culture. I feel cultured after yep. that one. Like that one was a good one that like obviously I'm shocked by it, but I'm I'm ready to I feel much more so than Never Been Kissed, but then again this was a, a more popular movie, but I mm -hmm. feel like it was it was a better of a watch and you know, I feel more fulfilled after seeing yeah. that one than I did even last week. Yeah, it was really good. And I I'm I'm excited to like sit in that for a week or so. Because mm -hmm. I feel like every week we watch our movie and I think about it a lot, like, oh that's not what I thought, or it's what I thought, or it, I'm interested or I understand this better now that I'm excited to just kind of sit in this for a couple of days and kind of see how I feel in a couple of days. But mm -hmm. yes, very good. Episode Done. three. Done. Cheers. Cheers.